What's up, yo? Welcome to Room 11. Room 11 is a place where I purposefully grow positivity, nurture self-discipline, and cultivate helpful habits. The same place where I confront the dirty, nasty, negative, and potentially harmful thoughts I have as a man. This is a non-religious space to rethink, reassess, rewrite, and challenge the definitions of what is it to be a good man while I was growing up. My only appeal to you is that as I open my special room, may you find something valuable inside. Take that value and share it to others, especially men. You can join, you can stay, you can listen all for free. Libre kape. Share your thoughts, ask me questions, and let's be together. Better, stronger. Join me in my goal to seek and be the man of value, the best versions we can be. Our topic for this episode will be Porn-Free Life, A Journey Away from Old Self. Welcome to my room 11. Let's go! Yo, what's up? Ay, napasok na yun Yo, what's up? Welcome back, tenants, visitors. Pasok, pasok. Huwag nyo ilalak yung pinto ha, tulad nung dati. Baka may humabol sa atin. Grab your seats, grab your drinks, grab anything you want. Dito sa room na to, para sa inyo yan. Grab! Hmm, bikin naman. Feel at home. We will begin. Alright, story time way back 2005. Nakwento ko na to, ano, nung last time nyo ba? Way back 2005, at the age of 8 years old, I was exposed to pornography. And that exposure escalated to addiction for 10 years. Imagine mo yun, 10 taon. Until 2015, I tried to rehab myself and found somehow a success. I was seeing progress from 2015 to 2018. Unfortunately, it gradually went back to 2019, then intensified by the pandemic in 2020. Now, mid-2021, I've finally decided to get back to my feet again and be porn sober, porn free. And for the full story and the reason why I'm doing this, you can always go back to episode number 2. Pero this episode... Episode number 3 of John's Room 11, we will be talking about the journey. Tatlong bagay na nasa loob ng journey na to, I always internalize every single time. Para maging successful ko, feeling ko ah, na magiging successful yung journey ko na to with these three principles. So welcome to episode number 3. As you all know, Namimiss ko na ang pagiging porn sober. <sighs> Lalim, you know? I have done this porn rehab before. 2015. And I listed all of my pitfalls sa naging journey ko. And nilabas ko yung tatlong pinaka naging useful para ibahagi sa inyo. Tinanong ko ano yung pinaka successful, mga unsuccessful na methods na nangyari dun sa journey ko na yun, 2015-2018. I have tested this approach and I revamped it for today's context. Although the method, the old one, was successful, marami pa rin ako nakikitang pwedeng i-improve. So, 
I came up with this. Siyempre, ayoko na mag-fail. Ayoko rin kayo mag-fail. Ayoko bumalik sa dati na nagba-back to zero ang progress every single time. Sayang. Sobrang sayang. At sa point number two ko, mas makikita nyo kung bakit sayang. So if you are on the brink of quitting pornography, like what I've said, episode number two might convince you dahil doon ko nilahad yung rason kung bakit ko inumpisahan ang pagiging porn sober at journey ko na to. But for this episode, I will lay out the game plan, technically, three-point agenda na sinetap ko para ma-achieve ko ulit yung dating ako. More than that, syempre makapag-progress beyond sa plateau na napuntahan ko. On top of that, I want to be happy and I want the process to be sustainable for every one of us. So kung ready ka na, syempre, wala akong magagawa, ready na rin ako. So let's go. After watching all the TED Talks na pwedeng makita about pornography addiction sa YouTube, came across to the fact that you can forcefully reverse the effects of pornography in your mind. Sabi nung isang napanood ko sa, na TED Talk na kinote ko rin last time dun sa episode number 2. The mind is plastic. Pangit naman ang pagkasin yung plastic yung utak. Pero may tinatawag tayo ng neuroplasticity. So neuroplasticity, the more you do stuff, mas na-associate mo yung bagay na yun sa utak mo. So, let's say for example, if every single day kang dumadaan dun sa route mo, papasok ng eskwelahan sa mga elementary kids dyan na 6 years sa eskwelahan nila, every single day nung pasokan, dun at dun ka dumadaan. Right? Malamang sa malamang, pagdating mo ng grade 4, 5, or 6, or even grade 3 as early, you can mindlessly go to your school without thinking of the route. Because associate mo na yung route na yun. So, ano yung neuroplasticity? So, neuroplasticity, you can technically rewire kung ano yung na-associate na ng utak mo. So, Paano siya magagamit sa porn addiction? So, pagdating sa porn addiction, you have been watching porn for the good 10 years of your life. Sa akin, 10 years. For more than 10 years of my life. Pero because of neuroplasticity, you only need ample amount of time. In a way, magiheal yung wirings ng utak mo. Gets ba tayo dun? So, para sa mga edad 20 hanggang 40, 40 anyos na lalaki, it will take you around 4 to 5 months of abstinence to regain your state of mind. Porn-free state of mind. So, hindi mo makikita yung pinaka-result kung bukas hindi ka manonood ng porn tapos i-expect mo na yung result. It will take you 4 to 5 months if you are part of the 20 to 40 years old male population na addicted sa porn. 
for the 40 years old na nakikinig sa atin ngayon, huwag kayo magalala. Pwede nyo rin i-reverse yung effect ng pornography sa utak nyo. Pero sabi ng research, 2 to 3 months yung kailangan nila. Bakit? Napaisip, napaisip tuloy yung audience nung TED Talk na yun. Bakit mas kailangan ng mga 20 to 40 years old ang longer time of abstinence from porn para ma-regain yung state of mind nila? Sabi nung speaker sa TED Talk na yun, this is probably because they got in touch with internet pornography just recently. Kung kailan yung internet ay naging old people friendly. So, mahaba-haba ang bubunuin natin mas ma- younger population, mga 20s, 30s. Pero okay lang yan. If we will start today, babawasan natin yung 4 months na yun. Less than one day na yun kung mag-decide dahil ngayon. So, I have three points. Here are three things that I do in this journey. Number one, I always think of myself. Think for myself, rather. The best way to escape is to enjoy. The best way to escape is to enjoy. Pasok na pasok to sa life motto ko. Kahit hindi sa porn addiction. Kahit sa trabaho. Kahit sa pag-aaral. Um, no nag-aaral ako sa University of the Philippines, Diliman, there are times na nagpupuyat ako para lang mag-review. Nag-aaral, nagpupuyat, nagre-review. Tapos, exhausting. Ayaw mo nang gawin yung bagay na yun. Kasi sobrang pagod na pagod ka na. So, lagi ko iniisip, the best way to escape is to enjoy. Ang gagawin ko pagkatapos ko ng few minutes of studying, maglalaro ako ng Mobile Legends. Tapos balik ulit ako sa... Studying. Nangyayari din to sa, sa work. I was hired as a government agency employee. Tapos nagiging rutinary yung life mo. Masyadong boring. To the point na na-exhaust ka na rin sa stresses within the environment. Work environment. Sa so government, Monday to Friday lang ang pasok. Alright? So, kung gusto mo ng off yung weekends, government, let's go. Pero pagdating ng Saturday, Sunday, kailangan mo pa rin magtrabaho kasi sobrang nat- lunod na lunod na yung utak mo. Yun yung nakakainis. So, hindi naman sa nagre-reklamo, no? pero unhealthy na siya in a way sa mental health. Nagtatrabaho ka na from Monday to Friday. And supposedly, resting ng Saturday and Sunday, pero nagtatrabaho ka pa rin. Sinasabi ko sa sarili ko, every time, the best way to escape is to enjoy. Porn, pag nakita ng mata, pumasok sa utak, the brain will shot a hint of dopamine. Masaya ka, right? So, kung dopamine ang binibigay ng porn, dopamine din dapat ang ipangtatapat mo sa kanya. Right? Kung gusto mong baguhin yung addiction mo sa pornografiya na nagbibigay sa'yo ng saya, palitan mo siya ng isa pang bagay, that will also make you happy. To be honest, the worst thing you can think of while you are quitting pornography 
is that you are being deprived. Natry ko na yan, test ko na yan, na-feel ko na yan, hindi siya effective. Kapag iniisip mo na quitting porn is equals to deprivation of happiness, of pleasure, babalik at babalik ka sa pornography. Kung nararamdaman mo to, yung feeling na inaapi mo yung sarili mo dahil hindi mo binibigay sa katawan mo yung gusto niya, bro, hindi magandang mindset yan if you are trying to erase a bad habit. I'll be sharing a cute story. Cute siya kasi cute ako dito. Before, lahat tayo ng bata cute, no? Di ba? Ah, uh, cute ka dati. <laughs> Ang worst nun, no? Na-comment sa isang tao. Pag bumalik ka ng probinsya, tapos yung tita mo, Uy, kamusta ka na? Cute ka dati, ah. <laughs> Ay, nako. Sakit. So, there's a cute story nung bata ako. Lagi tong kinukwento ng nanay ko at tatay ko kapag may bisita kami sa bahay or even lumalabas kami ng bahay tas nakakakita sila ng malilit na bata. Kinukwento at kinukwento to sa mga magulang even dun sa bata. I was around 2-3 years old. Meron akong dalawang tito na nagbabantay sa akin. So, yung una, si Tito Arman. Si Tito Arman... Andun siya ngayon sa San Mateo Rizal. Diyan siya nakatira. Shoutout sa mga taga San Mateo. Um, alam ko, pinagpapalit yung San Mateo at Montalban, ba? Diba? Tama ba? <laughs> Pero diyan San Mateo, siya nakatira. Yung pangalawa naman, si Papa Noy. Si Papa Noy, sobrang hilig magsabong. Yun talaga yung kinakaadikan niya. Isa siyang tricycle drive, driver before. Oh, well, ngayon, nandun naman siya ngayon sa tabi ni San Pedro. Sabong sila. <laughs> Making your passion eternal. Oh, well, silang dalawa yung nagiging tandem sa pag-aalaga sa akin noon. More or less, sila rin yung dahilan kung bakit ako bungi tsaka bungal sa mga kids picture ko nung bata ako. Hii! The story goes like this. Yung nanay ko, nagagalit siya every single time na naririnig akong umiyak nung 2 or 3 years old ako. Every single time na maririnig ng nanay ko na umi- umiiyak ako, she'll make sure na papagalitan niya yung dalawang nagbabanday sa akin. Si Tito Arman, tsaka si Papa Noy. So, nakahanap ng paraan yung dalawang to para mapatahimig ako. Gamit ang piso at yung best friend nilang tindahan. Every time na paiyak pa lang ako, tatakbo na silang dalawa sa tindahan para bumili ng walang kasing tamis. Piso dalawa na candy. Either Max, Copico, Exo. Wala pa palang Copico nun, no? Exo, yung lasang kape. Snowbear, ay hindi. Ayoko ng snowbear noon kasi masyadong maanghang. Yung, st- ano? Star, ano ba yan? Meron pa eh. 
Hindi siya snowbear. White rabbit. White rabbit, let's go. Yan ang mga pinapapako nung bata ako para hindi ako umiyak. Galing, napakatalino ng mga dito ko. Pag-iiyak ako, magkikendi para tumahimik. Minsan, paiyak pa lang ako, may candy na sila sa bulsa. Ganon ang naging buhay ko. Lumaki ako ng ganito ang sistema sa bahay. Sweets equals comfort. Sweets equals pagtahan. Alam mo yun? Naging comfort zone. Comforting embrace. Yung sweets sa akin. So, pagpasok ng elementary, high school, guess what? Isa ako sa mga pinakamalalaking bata sa klase. Diba? Obviously, dahil sa kaadigan ko sa matatamis. Pero kung makikita nyo ako ngayon, I am in far better shape compared to what I used to. The chunky, sweet tooth kiddo is now someone that can carry himself with ease and had lost some, you call that baby fat. Pause, pause, pena. Baby fat. Isa sa mga binago ko, as in nag-decide ako, pagpasok ko ng college, kailangan ko mag-lose ng weight. Isa sa mga pinaka-binago ko is to reduce my sugar intake. I limited drinking sodas, limited sweet snacks, even junk food, even fruit juice, yung mga tinitimpla, mga nakatetrapak, wala na. As in. Pero with all those sacrifices, I could not be happier. Seeing the result sa nangyari sa katawan ko, seeing the result way back, nung pagpasok ko ng college, how I see myself, sobrang solid. Ang sarap sa pakiramdam. Many of you will ask, paano? Paano mo natanggal yung addiction sa sweets? You grew up eating sweets. You grew up as someone that seeks comfort with sweets. So, paano? As much as I want to say na madali lang siya, I will be a liar if I do that. Sugar gave me comfort. Sugar is equal to dopamine. Kailangan kong tapatan yung dopamine na yun na binibigay sa akin ng sugar. The greatest motivation na nakuha ko is the mirror at yung inaasam kong katawan that time. Sinasabi ko palagi sa sarili ko, every time na natetempt ako kumain ng matamis, mag-binge eating sa <laughs> Jayco Donuts, lagi kong sinasabi sa sarili ko, I'm happy with the health that I'm preserving without all of those sugar in me. I changed the picture of what sugar can give me. Dati taking sugar food, sugary foods means stress relief. Ngayon, not taking sugary foods means healthier me, longer life. Ibig sabihin, mas malaki yung chance na masigla ako pag nagkaroon ako ng anak. Kapag masigla ako, nagkaroon ako ng anak at mapreserve ko yung health ko, 
without the risk of type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, I can have the chance to carry my daughter or my granddaughter na kaya-kaya ako. I feel happy every single time that I'm seeing myself stronger in the future. Higher yung chance na makakapaglaro ko sa apo ko. Mahahabol ko siya sa park or whatever because I'm not obese. I can carry myself. Safety-wise, I can go out of a burning building by myself without help. Lagi kong sinasabi sa sarili ko na if I am obese, if I am on my way towards not being able to help myself, how can I even help others? Especially sa context of being physical. Right? So, similar to porn, kung dati porn is equals to stress relief, now not watching porn means self-control. Healthier mind towards life, better sex life in the future, happy relationship with my partner, and happy marriage life. I'm way happier. Okay na ako dun. Mas pipiliin ko yung happiness towards the healthier side of me not watching porn than watching porn. Every step of the escape is an enjoyment. Mas madaling lumayo sa dating ikaw kung masaya yung journey papunta sa bagong ikaw. Gets ba? Sinusubukan ko lang maging makata pero that's my point. Point number one, the best way to escape is to enjoy. Point number two, this is for every one of us, rebuild yourself. When I say rebuild yourself, kailangan mong humanap ng bagay na mapagkakaabalahan. Something that will be beneficial for you, for your own good. Either balikan mo kung sino ka dati, bago ka maging addict sa porn. Balikan mo kung ano'y nagpapasaya sa'yo before. Kahit skills man yan, passion man yan, activity, sports, whatever you can do that. Or you can even rediscover yourself. Either way, rebuild yourself. Choosing not to watch porn means free time. Kung dati meron kang at least one hour sa isang araw to watch pornography, imagine mo sa isang linggo, pitong oras yan. 30 hours sa isang buwan. Sundan mo ako? Hmm? Umuubos tayo ng 365 hours every year at kung katulad ko na nag-ubos na ng 10 years ng buhay ko, more than 10 years watching pornography, that can easily sum up to 3,650 hours. Hours of your life. Kung tutuusin mo, lahat ng oras na ginugul mo sa porn, base sa example ko, and I'll, I'm reminding you one hour every day lang to, on average. Sa mga oras na yan, 3,650 hours, 
sapat na yan para atinan lahat ng required classes ng BS Civil Engineering isang 5-year course ng UP Diliman. That is around 180 plus units. Nanunood ka ng porn one hour every single day mula noon hanggang ngayon. You can probably be at your 10th year anniversary with porn or 12 years. If you are spending one hour every single day, para ka nang kumuha, umatend ng BS Civil Engineering sa UP Diliman. Ana, graduate ka na sana. <laughs> ano, kung ginugol mo yung oras mo towards something else, something better, para ka nang nag-bachelor's degree on that something. Ngayon, napaisip tuloy ako habang kinocompute ko tong oras-oras na to. Paano kung imbis na panonood ng porn yung inatupag ko, I spent time sa skill ko na mag-drawing. One hour every single day. Kung meron kang disiplina, ganagagawan mo ng paraan, yung panonood ng porn na may make sure mo pa na kahit hindi nakaka, na hindi nakikita ng iba, nakalak yung pinto, nabibigyan mo yung oras, nabibigyan mo ng time yung pornography. Imagine if ganun ka rin sa passion mo. Imagine kung ganun ka rin sa nagbibigay ng happiness and fulfillment sa'yo. If ganun yung relation mo, relationship mo sa isang skill. Let's say for example, drawing. Diba? If I spent one hour every single day sa pagdodrawing para na ako nag-bachelor's degree on freehand drawing whatever. Pero hopefully naget mo y- naget. <laughs> hopefully nagets mo yung point. Gets naman natin lahat. Diba? Kung babalikan natin, ganun pala kalaki. <laughs> Kung babalikan natin, ganun pala kalaki yung one hour a day mo. So, paano mo gagamitin yung one hour a day mo kung hindi ka na manunod ng porn? I love it. Alam nyo ba, this episode is super close to my heart, especially this podcast. Kasi early 2021, isa ako sa mga individuals na nangangarap magkaroon ng sariling podcast. I contacted my friends, tried planning with them, called them, nahalt yung plans because of The pandemic, we can really see the progress kasi hindi naman kami nakakapagkita, malalayo kami sa isa't isa. I still have that dream to launch a podcast together with my friends. Pero na-realize ko, I don't have the skill. Nag-stutter yung pagsasalita ko, yung mga words ko. Sobrang alam nyo yun. Picky eh. Kapag Nagsasalita ako, tas yung word na putol, tas hindi ko nagustuhan nung ulitin ko yung word. Hindi ko alam kung napapansin nyo, one of my friends na sinendan ko ng podcast na to, napansin nyo yun. Gagawan ko ng paraan yun para ma-improve ko pa. I'll do my best to improve my speaking skills. Pero if I want to do something just like podcast, pero hindi ko ini-spend yung oras ko practicing how to speak, recording, knowing what equipment is better, 
creating topics, walang-wala ako mapupuntahan. Nakita ko yun nung kinunta ko yung friends ko and sabi ko, what if gumawa tayo ng podcast? Technically, the plan failed. Because the idea was good, the idea was right, but I don't have the skills. Hindi ako praktisado. Hindi ako praktisado magsulat ng topics. Tapos sabi ko, kapag nag-stop ako sa panunod ng porn, tututukan ko yung pagpo-podcast. Good enough, after one month of not watching porn, I was able to release the first episode ng podcast na to. And now, I'm here speaking on my third episode with you. This is part of one hour a day, sitting on your desk, uncompromised, writing, doing whatever you can do, on average, one hour a day. I'm trying to rebuild myself, and the result is here. The, this podcast is the result of that rebuilding. So, yung question ko for you, ano yung i-rebuild mo kapag nag-quit ka mag- pornography Ano yung bagay na babalikan mo? Ano yung bagay na itatry mo kapag mag-quit ka na sa addiction na yan? I started podcast. Hindi pa to perfect. Alam ko nahihiya pa ako. Pero this will be better after 10 years. <laughs> And 10 years along the way. Syempre, I'll do my best to create quality podcast for you guys. So, yun, the same question goes to me and goes to you. Now I'm quitting porn. I have one hour every single day freed up of my time. 165 hours sa isang taon. Anong gagawin ko dun? With all the energy and focus na nafi-free sa daily routine mo, Because you stopped watching already. What are the things you want to do? Sa'yo yan, it's up to you. We will be better. Point number two, rebuild yourself. Point number three, help others. In line with me creating a podcast, gusto ko makatulong sa iba. Right. Gusto ko makatulong in the in a way na as I go away from that old nasty porn addict self. Para makaalis talaga ako doon totally, I need to help others. Sa US, pag nagparehab ka sa alcoholism or any form of addiction, meron silang tinatawag na 12 step approach. So 12 step approach na to isa-isayin nila yan. Sabi ni Simon Sinek, one of my favorite author, siya ang author ng Start With Your Why. Sabi niya, if an alcoholic will decide to rehabilitate himself and will decide to follow this 12 step, he can finish the 11 steps and be successful sa 11 steps na yon, 
Tapos pagdating sa 12, pag hindi niya nagawa yung 12, mag-fail pa rin siya. Well, ano ba yung 12 step? The step number 12 is actually to help others. Hanapin natin yung 11 step na to. Here are the 12 steps as defined by the Alcoholics Anonymous. Number one, we admitted we are powerless over alcohol that our lives had become unmanageable. Number two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Number three, made the decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood Him. Number four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourself. Number five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to other human beings the exact nature of our wrongs. Number six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Number seven, humbly ask God to remove our shortcomings. Number eight, made a list of persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Number nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Number ten, continued to make personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him. Praying only for the knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. Number 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to alcoholics and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Those are the 12 steps. Para makaalis sa addiction. My way of helping others is helping you through this podcast. That's why I'm creating this episode specifically for pornography addiction and me getting away with pornography. Because in a way, I'm helping myself. Helping you is a help for me as well. I'm not asking for you to create your own podcast as well para i-document mo yung process if you quitting your porn addiction as well pero you could you could do anything on your own way mapa illustration man yan podcast man yan youtube channel man yan whatever pero yung deal is for you to help others as well let's remember these three steps three main principles Number one, the best way to escape is to enjoy. Number two, rebuild yourself. Number three, help others. That's my three-point agenda. That is my porn-free life journey. 
a journey away from old self. Please always remember, mahal ka kayang lahat. <laughs> maraming maraming salamat sa inyo mga tenants and visitors. I hope you found something valuable from this episode that is worth to keep and worth to share. Sobrang dali lang mag-sign up para mapabilang sa mga humahabang listahan ng mga tenants ng ating Room 11. All you have to do is to follow us here on Spotify and tadaan, tenant ka na! If you have any concerns, questions, topic suggestions about men in general, you can message me directly on my Instagram at casterjohnortiz. You can also email me through johnortiz.concerns at gmail.com. Ang susunod na episode natin ay tungkol tungkol to sa pagiging nakakatakot nakakahiya at nakakainis na characteristics ng mga lalaki. Paano ba mag-complement ng ibang tao nang hindi ka kinakatakutan? <laughs> Alam mo yun, yung gusto mo lang mag-compliment someone. Pero the way you approach them, para kang nakakatakot. So I'll be giving you my personal advice kung paano magbigay ng compliment anytime, anywhere, and how to do it. Okay? You don't have to. Pero bibigyan natin yun ng solusyon sa next episode. So, Osha, for the sake of mankind... Promise me that we will be better. Let's keep growing. See ya next episode. Bye-bye.